Well, hey there, rugby fans. Welcome again to the Rugby Rant Podcast Show. My name is Ty Braga, your host for today's activities alongside the familiar face of Rob the Hammer Hammerschmidt. And joining us here as the man of the hour to undertake the run, pass, or kick challenge, we have Kyle Rogers from, of course, Nola Gold. Kyle, welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, Ty. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Postseason, here we are. An exciting event just took place last weekend. We're going to dive into some of the thoughts of what you think about that, how the season has been for you and Nola, and in particular, some of the background from where you came in your rugby career to be where you are now. We're going to dive into that. But before then, I want to hand it over to Rob to explain to our viewers at home how it all works. Uh, and I'm going to be sure to do that. A uh, real quick, Ty. Um, is there a particular reason you're wearing that jersey that you're wearing right now? I just I'm you got to represent the uh, current MLR champions, of course. Uh, but you'll see over my shoulder, wrong one, <laughs> representing uh, Atlanta in the background too. Yeah. Unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on where you lie as a fan. Uh, but nevertheless, as a fan of rugby, it was a great weekend. So I feel like this was an appropriate one from Shop MLR to make sure that I was wearing the gear, representing all the other teams that Shop MLR has uh, been fortunate enough to be able to give us these wonderful gifts to be able to share on the show. And uh, there's no better time than now to be able to go and grab that gear, by the way. I mean, I'm probably sure you've already noticed, but it's 50% off. So uh, if you are the bargain hunter type, there is no better opportunity than right now to go and get your stuff from Shop MLR with as much as 50% off a lot of the jerseys, a lot of the other apparel. Everything is pretty much ready to be able to be shipped right away. Um, so again, take that opportunity to check shopmlr.com, powered by our friends at the Rugby Shop. Absolutely. They've got the uh, new school jerseys like you're wearing. They've got the old school jerseys like I'm wearing. I love and those they, retro ones, yeah. man. They're really cool. Yeah, and they have the uh, they even have the military appreciation jerseys for several teams. So that's there's some pretty good stuff out there. And again, you can get some pretty good sales. But uh, let's focus on what's going on here at the Rugby Rant and our Run Passer Kick episode. We of course have uh, graced our presence as Cal Rogers from the Nola Gold, and I wore this old school in his honor. So I want to talk a little bit about how this works for the uninitiated. So for those who haven't seen the Run Passer Kick interview. We're going to throw some questions to Kyle, and he has some choice, like any good back that he is, especially a guy that's played fly off, he's played fullback, he's played a little bit in the in the middle of the back line. Um, he has to weigh his options, and he has to choose carefully and decisively. And so he can choose to run in the question, and of course he'll let the fans at home know that he's going to run, in which case he's going to answer the question. He can go ahead and pass a question. It just simply means he doesn't want to answer that toughie. Um, perhaps he doesn't want to get anybody uh, at NOLA down there in trouble. Um, or he can go ahead and have a little fun with us, put us on the back foot and, and kick like rugby ATL did throughout most of the match. And, uh, he can, uh, go ahead and put us on the defensive, make us work a little bit and have a little fun with us. So, um, he'll let us know when he's going to kick. Uh, but that's how it works. Kyle, are you ready for the run passer kick challenge, my friend? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So, um, there was a point in the season that really it it it, it, it broke my heart, um, to say the least. But it was against Rugby ATL, a real close affair, uh, one point difference. And there's at one juncture where I'm on my feet, absolutely screaming and cheering because you made a phenomenal line. You broke through, and then you ran into none other 
than the Cowboy, Mr. Mark O'Keefe. Here's my question, run past your kick. Would you like to have another shot at Mark O'Keefe? Yeah, yeah, I'll run with that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, that one definitely still hurts. Uh, I thought for sure I was in. I was looking down at the try line. I just couldn't get the ball to the ground. So, um, yeah, absolutely would love another shot at that. Now, if you had that shot, would you just go ahead and hit that, you know, grass cutter and just slide on in? Or would you go ahead and take them on uh, right at the top like you did before? I definitely would have just just dove. I think I had the, the pace to get down and just – The momentum just was with you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely thought I was in, and he uh, kind of got me out of nowhere there. I think yeah. that's the first time we've had a run parcel question that the answer could have literally just been, yeah, I'll just run that straight at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, such is the spirit of the show. We like to be able to, to take moments like these, have a little bit of fun with them. Um, but your your you know presence in rugby started, um, you know, obviously many years ago, like most players. And we're going to kind of dive into that through – through uh, the course of this interview, but I wanted folks to be able to recognize. I mean, you and correct me if I'm wrong. So you, you're uh, Arizona University um, All American 2018, was it? Correct, um, yeah. You know, then you can look at Pack Player of the Year. I think is on that list too. Um, Nola Gold, San Diego. Sorry, I should do it the other way around. Yeah. San Diego, Nola Gold. Get the right order, Ty. <laughs> um, but you know, it's 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 really interesting to be able to see that. But the real question of why I bring this up. And folks always are curious with players like yourself, run past a kick. How did you begin playing rugby? Um, yeah, I run with that too. I, um, when I was growing up, I grew up in the Bay Area. Uh, I, my neighbor, his name was Tommy Smith. Uh, so he was a, he's in the USA Rugby Hall of Fame. He's a sevens player for USA at the time. So his son and I were the same age. Uh, and he kind of just, just would teach us touch a couple times a week. So it was very uh, non-formal, just out there having fun. Um, and then the family moved to Sacramento, and they had teams up there. So I joined a team uh, the first year I was there. So eighth grade was when I really started actually playing. That's awesome. You know, so many players um, are introduced to the game far later than that, usually at college level. So how lucky are you yeah. to be able to have a Hall of Famer just like right next door? Oh, yeah. It was, it was incredible. <laughs> Not Absolutely. everybody has that introduction, you know. Right. <laughs> did, did did you realize, you know, that there was a, oh yeah, rugby, whatever, Hall of Famer, or or did you really go, wow, that that's pretty impressive? Yeah, it, it honestly wasn't until years later when you kind of realized who he was and like the impact he had had in the game in the U.S. So it was, yeah, it was it was cool down the line. At the time, it was just like just the neighborhood kids going and tossing the ball around. So. Yeah, as yeah. it should be, right? I mean, that's the great thing about the sport is it's it's easy uh, to be able to pick up a ball and just enjoy it. And opportunities came along for you early enough to join a team. And we hope that that's everywhere in the U.S. soon enough. Right. And and speaking of joining teams, you've been in the league since its inception. Now, granted, we're, we're only about three and a half uh, seasons in. But, I mean, to think about yourself as, as kind of on the cutting edge of the MLR is – is uh, pretty amazing if you just take a step back and 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 get some perspective there. Um, yeah, you've also been successful in business too as a sales executive in you know private business. So, run past your kick. What drives you to continue to apply your trade in the MLR and with the Nola Gold? Um, yeah, run with that as well. Um, I mean, ever since I was a kid, I've always wanted to play professional rugby. Uh, so. Just, just being here now is an incredible opportunity. And, um, you know, that's what got me here, just wanting to be able to make money playing the sport. I mean, not necessarily the money, but just to say, hey, I'm a professional athlete, you know. 
Um, but now that I'm here, yeah, the guys here is just such a good group of guys. And like even the management of uh, Fitzy just does such a great job of keeping everyone um, just, just in as one group. Um, so even in this off season, there's still about 10 guys, the guys that are in town, they're in their training, they're doing conditioning and whatnot. So it just, it's a close group and just want to work hard for them for sure. Yeah. And you know, you know, what's funny is I, I'm a high school teacher. Some folks at home may know, but I always tell kids or I tell kids in rugby or I tell kids that are, that are playing. I'm like, do whatever you can, as long as you can, because take it from me as a 50 year old guy, you're only young once you only get that one chance, ride it out as much as you can because you can never go back and you don't want to have any regrets. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I, I was, I was on the fence actually of playing when I came out of college in 2018. And that's exactly what my dad told me. Like, Just go and do it. Right. I mean, what better time to be able to take on a challenge like that in your life, right? right. Um, and, and we get the same sentiment, like when we're talking about the MLR draft and then they're talking about, the, you know, that next generation, take every opportunity that's given to you, you know, run with it literally and figuratively uh, because rugby is in the best place it's ever been in the U.S. Yeah. So if you were going to be a part of it, now is the time, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So talking more about rugby again, but in particular, we're going to turn our attention to Nola Gold looking back over the season. And it was an interesting one. At the beginning of the season, we had George Killebrew on the show, and I, I reference this quite often because it's nice to look back and see how far we've come. And he said, well, Ty, you know what? Our achievement would be, and this was back in March, right? Three days before the season kicked off. And he said the biggest uh, uh, victory would be just finishing the season. Not only did we do that, we provided some really great rugby product yeah. in between. And Nola Gold was certainly a part of that right up to the semis, or at least that shot at the semis. So with that in mind, here lies the question, my friend. Run, pass, or kick? The boys went five of six in the final third of the season. Certainly ramped up and Felt like they had a great rhythm nearer towards the end of the, of the season there. Um, with all of these matches also being on the road, with several weeks to reflect now, what is the mood of the team? Is it glass half full uh, or glass half empty? What's the perceptions looking back? You know, I'll kick that over to you, Ty. I'll kick it right back to you. <laughs> see, see what you think. See, no, you should kick it over to, like, the NOLA guy, right? I was going... <laughs> Okay. I'd love to hear it. Well, I mean, I think you got to walk away and you got to look at the, like, you know, the, to count all the victories. You know, sure, you didn't get all the way to the end, but there's a lot of great achievements along the way and you can't discount the effort. You can't look back and go, well, we just didn't do enough. You know, not all the cards are going to fall in your favor, but I think what Nola did well is for me personally in the beginning part of the season, it was disjointed, much like most uh, teams. There wasn't a preseason but they steadily got greater, go back to the, to the locker room, think about the strategy, go back to the training fields, work on that strategy, and then execute it. And the strength grew because you guys were focusing on smaller goals, I think. And then the momentum came with it. So if you can look at that alone to say, hey, cards were against us, odds were against us after a couple of losses we probably should have uh, felt like we we had a better crack at winning um let's bring it together and as a team it was more unified and it turned it around so i would walk away especially if i was putting my my coach's hat on and go hey my boys lifted their heads they worked together as a unit and they did the job and they finished strong yeah yeah that's that's definitely my uh the mood in the in the team team room right now um you know even New York scored that fourth try to put us out of contention and, and the boys looked at each other and were just like, Hey, we're still going to win this game. So, right. 
Um, right. Yeah, there's there's a never say die attitude in the team, and, and we're definitely motivated for next year. And and for me, Kyle, if I could just add one thing that I really saw is that that last I think it was the last home game was ATL, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, and but the crowd was absolutely on their feet throughout the whole game. And for me, that's the glass, uh, the glass half full, right? I, I, I can't wait as a, as a NOLA fan to see the fans back in the stands down there at the gold mine cheering the boys on in 2020. Yeah. One thing because I, I really think that say, Benji and, and, and sorry, Rob, you were and Dan and, and Sheila and all, all my, sorry, uh, but, you know, all the fans down there in NOLA, they know who I'm talking about. Um, they're going to get more people in those stands, and they're going to be absolutely on their feet uh, throughout the season next year. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I will add that I, I tell you from from the times I've been able to watch live rugby with MLR, uh, NOLA fans, A, travel pretty well, and they are definitely every time yeah. wherever they go the loudest and proudest. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, they made a lot of road games feel like they weren't really road games. Um yeah, shout out to Holden Younger and his family. That's they travel really well yeah. right there. So uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of fans, Kyle, many fans of the MLR have been weighing in on the lack of American and North American players uh, on the 2021 uh, champion LA Giltinis. So run past or kick. What can the American rugby public do to increase the number of athletes that play rugby in the United States and Canada? I mean, I would just say start them young uh, to run with it. Just uh, now we have a professional league for people to watch. So I'm sure there's more kids that are exposed to it that wouldn't be. Um, I feel like in the past, it's mostly been kind of a, a word of mouth. Hey, so-and-so plays rugby. My dad plays rugby. It's uh, But now there's a professional league and the league's doing really well. It's you know, it's televised. There's easy ways to watch it. So um, I, I would I would bet on that changing in the future. Um, yeah, I would definitely bet on that changing. Take some time. Stronger and stronger as uh, as the seasons go by, right? Yeah, and and you know I think it, it for me it's important that I add this piece. Uh, not everybody has has a, a Hall of Famer living next door to them, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. that. You know, that's pretty easy entry into right. rugby there, and then also the <laughs> highest caliber possible. You set the bar a little high, Kyle. Right. <laughs> but having said all that, all you need to all, do is move next door to a yeah. Hall of Famer, right. and then <laughs> into place. <laughs> but having said that, I mean those those people who are rugby fans, even if you don't have the rugby experience of coaching. Can you help run a club, find a coach that has the experience, find somebody that's played and actually be an admin, run a club, help get jerseys, help get sponsors, right. do those little things to help, help in recruiting. Those are things that don't require any rugby experience. They just require business experience or you know sales experience because that's what it's really all about. And that's how the American uh, uh, public who might become rugby fans can really help grow the next generation of rugby players. Right. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree more with that. So we're going to turn our attention to growing rugby for a moment. And one of those great yeah. uh, organizations that has helped me to kind of fuel that, that power that's going to drive that next generation of rugby players forward. Um, with that in mind, here lies the question. How did you come to be associated and ultimately become a brand ambassador 
for rugby coffee, which, of course, I mentioned a moment ago, one of those great forces that's driving youth rugby forward uh, in North America. So how did you become a brand ambassador for them? Uh, yeah, so I actually just by by chance met Coach T down in South Africa when I was in uh, early years of college. Um, and Coach T is one of the guys running it now with Cornet. Um, but yeah, so just happened to have a, I don't know if you guys know Andy Katoa, but him and Coach T were roommates back in the day. And Andy Katoa was a U of A coach. So he came and lived with me and trained me. And then I met Coach T and we just have been in contact for probably five, six years since. Um, yeah, and he started this out. So my dad's comes from the coffee business. He's been helping Coach T on the the roasting side and knows a lot about starting a coffee company, obviously. So um yeah, the old man helped him out and Coach T just offered me to be a, an ambassador this year. It's been great. Good coffee too. Right. Uh, yeah. obviously, oh, uh, obviously we're fans too. Yeah, yeah I drink it every morning. <laughs> yeah. Two blends, by the yeah, way. I've been a- I gotta do a little piece here. Yeah. Two yeah. blends. Rob, which one do you like more? Um, I, I'm a fan of the Jouet Jouet uh, myself. Okay. And they which, also which, okay. so if you like a medium too. roast, this is the one, the crowd favorite. If you like a darker roast, which is a French yeah. roast, I think it is, this is the one that you want to be able to have. I love this one. This is like if I need a good kick, this is where I go. Um, if it's late in the afternoon, I just want something like, you know, just a little bit of hook me up. This is smooth and easy. Absolutely. You so, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Kyle, as, as a brand ambassador, we, we know that, um, rugby coffee has a, a mantra that goes along with their brand and it's, it's not just a game. It's a way of life is a big part of their brand building. So what does that phrase mean to you, run, pass, or kick? Um, I'll run with that. Um, it means a lot to me, honestly. That's been one of Coach T's sayings since since I met him. And, uh, you know, kind of made me realize that in my mind, you know, you're in season for, for college, you're in season, and then summer comes around, you're out of season, and, you know, winter break, you're out of season. And I never really thought about it as, hey, this is a full-time gig. It's It's really a way of life if you want to if you want to succeed, uh, you can't just take three months off or you can't take two months off. So, um, yeah, that, that saying means a lot to me. Um, I credit a lot of that saying to, to where I am today. Fantastic. We love to be able to hear that. And that's, yeah, I'm pretty sure a sentiment that all of us feel is it rings true with us here on the show for the Rugby Year End podcast show. Uh, you know, we like to be able to say our mantra is we hope to be able to help grow rugby one fan at a time. Um, but Rugby Coffee certainly helping to do gr- their part by growing rugby uh, through many different means. And again, we're going to be touching on that through the course of this. But we need to be able to turn our attention to this uh, popular piece that uh, we'll hand you over back over to Rob for the quick tap section. So, Rob. You want to dive into that? Yeah, absolutely, Ty. Uh, before I do, I'm going to really quick touch upon uh, an, another um, supporter, uh, partner uh, in what we do, one that also cleanses the palate, perhaps in the afternoon and or evening <laughs> and not necessarily in the morning, and that would be Tighthead Brewing Company. It is Chicago's premier location to watch rugby and enjoy quality ales and lagers for all seasons. Located in Illinois in the heart of Lake County, owner Bruce Durr and the tight end staff will ensure you are kept well hydrated so you don't miss a single scrum. 
Tight Ed's Tap Room is like the familiar rugby clubhouse in which friends and teammates can meet, socialize, and enjoy the wide variety of brews on tap. Hey, Chicago, when you want rugby, Tight Ed Brewing Company will satisfy your thirst. Tight Ed, it's worth more than a try. And um, with that piece, we're going to get back to our segment and, and talk more to Kyle and uh, get a little bit of insight into his personality with the quick tap. So, Kyle, we're basically going to throw two choices at you or this or that. You pick one. Uh, you can leave it out there for everybody to think about or you can explain it. It's entirely up to you, but you can't run past or kick these. You got you to gotta run. Okay. Okay. You ready for the quick tap? Yep. All right. So the first question should be easy for you. Uh, drip or pour over? Uh, pour over. Okay. Good choice for coffee, man. All right. Um, how do you take your coffee? Black or cream and sugar? Black. My dad would kill me if I put cream and sugar in it. Changes <laughs> <laughs> the taste profiles, right? You can't taste it. <laughs> yeah. so my Dunkin' right, Donuts better... uh, if, if creamer is no yeah. good. No, <laughs> throw it out. <laughs> That's sacrilege, I imagine. I'm a good South African. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a better place to have a cup on the beach or the French Quarter? Uh, French Quarter. Oh, good choice, my man. I, as an aside, I was down there, of course, for the the Rooney game, and man, I enjoyed uh, a great cup of coffee. He was down there, right in the French Quarter, with my man Benji and his wife Sean. So, it, what a great place to chill on a Sunday morning. I hope Incredible. you've gotten a chance to do that a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. I go on my on our off days of the season. I would go in the morning there. Oh, it's awesome. Good choice. Yeah. I like that. All right, last one here. Better paired with a cup, a scone or a beignet. Uh, beignet for sure. Okay. See, I don't even know how to pronounce it. So uh, that shows you how no. much it's French. Uh, drop the T. I go for scope. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That bing, 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 beignet. No, I'll take a scone. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Classic. I love it. That's, that's, uh, that's a Rob No, no, no. The one with the, the, one with, the one with the Orton. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're going to get back to the, uh, to the run pass or kick portion. Of our interview oh, yeah, here, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, let me so uh, I'm, I'm going to go back. Oh, okay. You want to take this okay, one? Go okay, ahead, go ahead, Ty. No, 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 go ahead. All right. Uh, so We're going to play hot potato. Yeah. we got a little bit of a delay here, so we're working <laughs> through it. Bear with us. Um, so, next question. Number nine. Run, pass, or kick, my friend. You know the rules. Here lies the toughie. This is the one that I said might give you uh, the opportunity to pass or, or, or if you kick, kick it to Rob. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so here lies the question. The MLR final was this past weekend and we crowned a new champion with the LA Giltinis taking the title. Many fans after this victory took to social media to suggest that to suggest to suggest, suggest, it's not French. <laughs> to suggest that LA had bought the title. What do you say to these people and their comments? Um, I'll run with it. I mean, yeah, you can you could say that, but I mean, uh, I mean, teams beat them through the year. You know, they're they're definitely a beatable side. If if they ran through the competition and no one touched them and uh, then maybe you'd have an argument there, but you know, I, I thought Atlanta definitely had a good shot to to go out there and beat them if they could play their game. And 
uh, hats off to LA. They played just an incredible game. Um, their kicking was just on point. They had Atlanta on the back foot the whole time and didn't let them do what they're good at. So, um, yeah, I mean, as much as people have been saying that throughout the year, uh, I don't think many of the players bought into it. Personally, I love it. I'd love to play. Play. I'd love to be the underdog, play people that you have no business beating on paper. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't I agree mean, with it's, that. It's the greatest rugby product that matters most. And as a player, you want to continue playing to the highest level possible. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it's funny. I, I love your comment, uh, Kyle, because – you know, I think initially when they were just uh, pumping the points on the board and just killing everybody at the beginning of the season, that attitude that they had bought, you know, the championship, you know, the, the already uh, was was pretty um, was pretty well represented out there in the internet uh, and social media. Yet all of a sudden. Uh, you know, Rooney beats him, ATL beats him, of course, Nola beats him. And, you know, through that process, uh, those voices quieted down a little bit. So, I mean, I think what you say kind of resonates quite a bit with what with what was reality is that, you know, oh, okay, all of a sudden they win. And now people are saying that again, but had ATL, you know, been able to play the same way they played for the first 20, perhaps people would be singing a different tune just because of the outcome. Definitely. So, so um, let me let me talk a little bit about uh, the, the MLR season. It's one of the things that we banter about quite a bit, both off camera and we've done a bit about it on camera with some of our guests. So run past your kick. If you had to pick a player of the year for the 2021 season, who would it be? Player of the year, that's tough. You can't pick yourself. <laughs> no, I would, I, would go, I would go Julian Dominguez. Say that personally. name again. Wow. Julian Dominguez, personally. Okay. Just, uh, yeah. He created something out of nothing so many times for us. Um, I nice. think I'd credit a lot of our wins just to him. Get the, I mean, a lot of the time when I was getting the ball in the 15 check, the only thing was get it to Julian and let him play. So um, the player, player of the year on, on NOLA for sure, and I would put him up there for the league as just in terms of impact. Fantastic. I like that. You know, I mean, obviously it shows respect for your teammates first yeah. off, but yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're shoulder to shoulder with this guy. You get to see the impact uh, that he makes um, on and off the field, I bet too. So yes. yeah, I, I like that. That's a, that's a good decision. I like keeping it at home, so to speak. Uh, on your choice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm not sure, I'm not sure enough people that don't watch Noel on a consistent basis, understand just how strong a runner he is with yeah. the ball. I mean, yeah. I, I I've seen him break three or four tackles in a row uh, where you really thought they had him lined up and, and he was able to, he was able to break through that, get him, you know, get the, you know, get the shoulder, uh, get the soft shoulder, as they say, and, and find a way to break through and make some hard yards. It was, it was, he was an impressive. He had a great season. That's a fine choice. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of subtleties, you know, in the action on field that, not every fan understands. I mean, the complexity yeah. of the game. I and mean, when you played it, you might recognize it. But as the casual fan, you might not recognize somebody's full contribution until it's pointed out. And, you know, that's why I'm glad that you could allow one of your, your colleagues to, a moment to shine. Uh, and talking about your colleagues, I'm going to dive into the next question here. Colleagues and coffee. We're going to put these two together for this uh, question. So talking about your NOLA teammates for a while. Run, pass, or kick. Who is the one guy on the Nola Gold side that enjoys a good cup of coffee 
when you are playing an away match? Just somebody's um, got a ritual about it, has to have it, quirky person about it. You know, everybody's got a little ritual. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say Pat O'Toole. The, the okay. man loves, he loves a, a coffee before game day. Um, or Timmy, our fly half, loves it as well. So one of them. Yeah, okay, that's pretty good. Is there a weird ritual that they have? Is it just got to be a certain cup, a certain way, at a certain place? Um, I, I only see them drinking espresso shots, so that, okay. that might be the ritual there, or that's the only way they drink it. But Right, right. I mean, you got to get the kick fast in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, you know, Timmy's got that little bit of that French flair, right? And, and, and you know, Tool is just a forward, so those guys just – do shit to anything they can do to pump themselves up, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, okay. So let's move on uh, to the next question. Um, you know, we've talked a little bit about coffee throughout this interview. Of course, you know, as a brand ambassador, most certainly uh, you're well-heeled in the world of coffee. So, um, yeah, I, I'm not going to ask you to close your eyes necessarily and and kind of construct the vision for us, but run, pass, or kick, can you describe your perfect coffee experience. Perfect coffee experience. It's a way of life, remember? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, my perfect coffee experience right now would be, uh, I've, I've got a trip coming up here to Turks and Caicos in a few months. So that would be my perfect cup of coffee right now is just to be out there and, and relaxing a bit and kicking the feet up. That would be a, my perfect experience right now. So in a, in a little in a little cafe by the beach, you know, with yeah, that cup of espresso. Exactly. Yeah, kind of like the the Corona commercials, but with some coffee. With stuff. coffee. Yeah. So, are you going to bring a bag of Jouet Jouet with you just to go here? Uh, grind this up. This is what I want. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring my own <laughs> press and everything. <laughs> You're going to be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so next time when I ask people from NOLA, like, who's that one guy in the side who's got that weird coffee habit? Oh, I know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotcha. And that's what this is all about. We like to be able to have a little bit of fun with it, get to know you, you know, some of the the the, the the thoughts that you have as a player around the league and of course your efforts as an ambassador as well. So as we get closer towards the interview, we like to be able to give all of our guests an opportunity to send a shout out to friends or family, somebody important. Maybe there's a special cause you want to draw attention to. So have that playing in the back of your mind, but at the end of this interview, we're going to give you that shot to take the mic and talk about that. But before then, we're going to dive into the next question. We've got only just a few more locked and loaded before we head out. So next question lies here again, run, pass, or kick. Uh, how important, uh, actually, let me go. So actually, this is on the same, same uh, wavelength here. How important is coffee to your daily routine? I should have asked this one a little bit before. Uh, yeah, run with it again every day. That's the first thing I do. So I, I fill up the, the little kettle the night before and wake up in the morning and throw it right on. So um, wait, so yeah, you actually so you prep it the night before? So yeah, you're yeah, not probably. wasting any time in the morning. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> got to get right That's to fine. it. Yeah. I got to do that trick. Yeah. My wife is not great until she has coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I recommend it then. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. A hundred percent. I'm with you. I, I like to, you know, I, I like to make my mornings uh, real efficient. So as much prep work I can do the pri the night before, you know, 
I like to do that, you know, whether I'm getting on a bike ride or hitting hitting the gym early in the morning, I like to make sure that I'm running smooth and efficient, but I got to have my cup of coffee in the morning before I do anything. So I'm a hundred percent with you. Right. It's that, that boost that you need. And and while we have that window there, I wanted to be able to talk about another boost. Mm. Um, for those of you that have not yet heard, we have recently partnered with a really exciting CBD plant-based product company called Can I Brands. Now, the wonderful thing about them is they are certainly entrenched in sporting culture here in the U.S., uh, already being used by athletes across the NHL, MLB, uh, all the top leagues, but of course, including Major League Rugby, where there's quite a few of the Free Jacks players who have enjoyed the products. Well, that one in particular is the Can I Men, but the one I'm particularly interested in right now is the Can I Boost. I don't know if you can recognize that on the yeah. screen, but this is that one that has a little bit of a touch of the caffeine. So when I can't get the coffee and I need that boost, eight drops of this under the tongue and you're pretty good to go. Uh, it's non-habit forming. Uh, it's a great alternative to be able to, for your normal pain relievers of medication. Uh, but this one in particular is that boost and revitalize, great energy. Again, you got a dropper, eight under the tongue, and you're good to go. Rob, you, you've been using this one or have you been using one of the others? No, I like that one too. Sometimes uh, if I'm out on the road and can't get a decent cup of coffee, I mean, like uh, I, I know Kyle can can certainly uh, understand where I'm coming from. You know, I'm not stopping by, you know, some some roadside uh, gas station and picking up a cup of Joe and actually enjoying it. Right. <laughs> so, you know, so if I need that, if I need that boost instead, I can go to the can I boost. I don't have to stop by those, uh, you know, joints weak ass coffee joints or whatever. And I can just drop a couple of those in my tongue and I'm ready to go and I don't have to make that stop. So, so I like the cannabis quite a bit. It gives me the jump I need for sure. Yeah. And then there's the, the, can I sleep one, which obviously it mm. tells you what it does there. I haven't used that one. Scott uses that one pretty often, as he said before in a previous episode. Um, but there's four product lines that they've got all to be able to identify it uh, and, and solve a need for each part of the day. So whether it be in the morning for that bit of a kick that you need to get your day started, whether it be for the revitalize and refresh to be able to help you relax uh, a little bit of a calming effect to it, uh, whether it be, can I mend because you're thinking about recovery or or can I sleep to be able to end your day? Uh, perhaps, you know, you finished a late shift and you need to be able to wind down fast so you can get as much Z's as possible. That can I sleep is probably your best option there. And we have the option to be able to share with you guys, uh, thanks to canibrands.com, 25% off any of their products. Uh, the great thing about this, by the way, is not just any single product. So a lot of people are thinking about, okay, well, let me pair this or get a bundle with this because those are my needs and they've got all these packages available. Um, but more importantly, anything that's in your basket, not just one item, anything in the basket at that time of checkout is 25% off the total. And over anything over $49 gets you free shipping uh, to all locations in the continental US where they do ship to. Of course, some places it might not be possible. So make sure you just check those shipping policies to make sure you can avoid any disappointment and hoping that, of course, it gets to you as quickly as possible. So once again, you want to be able to use that that code which is rent 25 that's r-a-n-t 25 and you can pop that in on your checkout and you get 25 percent off everything inside your basket thanks to canibrands.com that rent 25 promo and uh we're going to hand it back to rob to be able to deliver the final question and after that kyle we're going to give you the chance to send your shout out to whoever it may be 
I'm going to actually ask two separate questions because one came in from uh, one of our viewers here that I want to ask about, and it's kind of relevant given that the Olympics is going on. And of course, I'm sure you're familiar with rugby sevens. Um, and, and, and it's, you know, how it, I, I, you probably, I would guess been watching a little bit of that in the Olympics, but, um, a little bit. All right. So here's my question. And as a young guy, you probably been paying a little bit more attention to social media, certainly better than I have. Um, so, uh, recently, uh, Ulana, uh, Mar, uh, went viral, uh, with her sevens, um, TikTok video, uh, during the Olympics. Um, does, Run past or kick? Does youth rugby grow through social media? Um, yeah, I'll run with it. Um, personally, not on TikTok, but I did have that <laughs> sent to me on on Instagram by a few people. So I thought it was pretty cool just to see um, you know a sevens player getting getting some some fame almost uh, you could call it. Um, but yeah, I'd say any any exposure to young kids, even if they don't know what it is and what she's talking about, I guarantee they look it up. So. Um, yeah, it can only be good for the game. Absolutely, especially the women's game. I mean, it's great to see uh, that so many girls who have never taken an interest in rugby take an interest in rugby now as a result of that video. So, um, you know, hopefully social media can be one of those platforms through which rugby can grow, of course, in the United States. And yeah. we can Hey, I can tell you from my own opinion, if somebody, if a child is going to look up to a role model as an influencer, it's great that it's going to be a rugby one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so many ways to, to connect with people and social media is an easy entry level because it's free. It's in the palm of your hand. Uh, so it's a wonderful uh, tool to be able to use and it's been used so successfully already for, for rugby. Uh, and I, 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 you know, just kind of furthering your point, I think it's a wonderful thing and what, you know, she has really blown up and drawn attention to, to the game in a fun and, and interactive and easy way to connect with. Yeah. All right. So we're going to hit that last question. This one's a really deep and thoughtful question. I really consider this for uh, quite, quite some time in preparing the last question here. And then of course, we'll go ahead and give you an opportunity to throw a shout out or, um, you know, talk about something that's near and dear to your heart. So run past her kick. If you could share a cup of coffee with anyone, anyone living or dead, who would it be and why? Hmm. That's a tough one. I'm going to pass this back to you, Rob. Kick it, kick it, kick it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No worries. I got it. I'm going to go with Nelson Mandela. Okay. Uh, and, and uh, for me, uh, I just think that his wisdom and just the type of person he was, he, he was, he adapted to his situation. He adapted to his needs. He adapted, you know, his politics, he adapted how he did things, but he also had a, at a, a certain, I mean, his ethics and his integrity were always at the backbone of everything he did. Uh, and, and I, and I love people like that. And I, and I would certainly, uh, relish the opportunity to talk a little bit about 1995 and of course the influence and role that he played, uh, that he played not only in the transition out of apartheid, but also, uh, kind and of bringing, was, yeah, bringing communities kid, yeah. together. Okay. Yeah. Continue Kyle. I don't mean to jump no, no, in that's, no, that's an amazing answer. Um, a lot deeper yeah. than I was going to go. I was going to maybe say something like, uh, Peyton Manning, maybe. Broncos fan, he brought me a Super Bowl, so I have to say thanks for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that guy's funny as hell, too. I mean, he's got a yeah, great exactly. dry wit. Yeah, great guy. Yeah. 
So, Kyle, as I mentioned earlier, we're, we love to be able to give guests their opportunity to be able to talk about something important to them. So here is your moment. Share whatever your thoughts may be. The floor is yours. Yeah. Uh, my my first shout-out would be to my two little brothers. I uh, hope to see them in the league soon. I know Matt's been in and out of the, the game there in San Diego, and John John's graduating here after next year. So. Um, hopefully they'll be in the league soon and on the, on the show with you guys within the next few years. Yeah. Um, and then just the, a product that would shout out. I know we've, ch- we've chatted about it, but just rugby coffee. Um, I just, just an incredible mission uh, to grow the game. Coffee has just, I don't know why every team I'm a part of, it's just such a big culture. There's always the coffee clubs and, you know, you get in somewhere on a road trip and the boys are saying, where are we going to get coffee? So it's a really cool idea and just such an easy way for, for rugby fans to help grow the game. Uh, just right. as simple as buying some coffee. And I don't think we properly gave it the opportunity that it deserves to shine a little bit more light on how they're actually giving back. So you want to take a moment just to be able to dive in so fans yeah. at home can under- recognize why is it so important for them to start drinking rugby coffee and how does it help rugby? Yeah. Yeah. So, so now they're, they're giving 10% of their, their profits to, grow the game in, in the youth levels. Um, and they've already openly shared that they're expecting that to go up as the company increases. So it's clearly not, it's not someone who's, they're not in it to make money. They're not in it to get rich. They're, they're there to, cause they love coffee and they love rugby. So it's just um, a lot of passion behind it and just a really product you can get behind. Right. And I believe right now there is an organization, BC Grassroots Rugby, that is for our Canadian brothers and sisters that they're supporting the youth program there. Um, But they're currently looking for that USA partner. So you as a fan out there have any recommendations, make sure you head over to rugbycoffee.com. Get in contact with the team. Uh, Tinas is fantastic. He's up in Canada. You've got Corne over in the UK. Um, together, they make up the, you know, the, 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 the minds behind it. They're both great rugby people. Of course, that mantra uh, is, you know, it's, it's not just a game. It's a way of life. And uh, there, there aren't any two better examples of people who are driving that thought and that motivation uh, to keep rugby growing than those two guys. So, again, check out rugbycoffee.com. They currently have two brands that have been released, uh, or two roasts, should I say, released for the North American market, special blends. Uh, the crowd favorite is you're more of your medium, less bold, uh, and your bolder flavors and darker roast over here with your Jouet Jouet. Um, you know, pick your favorite one or go for both as we did. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, Kyle, it has been an amazing opportunity to be able to talk rugby with you. And in particular, Major League Rugby, the uh, outcome for the rugby season, and of course, rugby growth and your experiences in the game, everything in between. And uh, before we head out, I wanted to again remind all our viewers, if you like what we do, you can continue to watch us each and every Monday evening with a new Rugby Insider who will take the run, pass, or kick challenge with your Rugby Rant team at 8 p.m. CST every Monday evening. Stay tuned because later this month, we have some stellar guests coming your way, including the MLR Commissioner, George Killebrew himself, on August 9th, next week, next Monday. Tune in to be able to hear his final thoughts on where the season was the challenges they had to overcome to be where we are today. That's going to be an exciting opportunity to hear straight from uh, those playmakers, those 
real big wigs at MLR. And again, that'll be next Monday, August 9th at 8 p.m. CST for another run, pass, or kick interview. Rob, did you have any final thoughts before we head out? Perhaps a thank you to our guests. Oh, well, absolutely. That's where I was going to go where you're reading my mind. Um, I'm so appreciative, Kyle. I, I, of course, love it anytime we have um, a NOLA Gold player uh, because it gives me an opportunity to to speak with one of my guys, and the, uh, the, the dudes that I support on a week-in, week-out basis. Um, so thank you so much, Kyle, for joining us. It's been a pleasure getting to know you a little bit more and, and share your personality and who you are with our fans. I know they certainly appreciate it. And um, I, I wish you, uh, you know, good luck and, and good training in the off season so that you're ready to um, get back into it and uh, dive right in with the NOLA Gold in 2022. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you guys for having me on. It was an absolute pleasure. Once again, you have been watching another Run, Parcel Kick interview with your team here on the Rugby Rant Podcast Show. My name is Ty Braga. On behalf of Rob Hammerschmidt and Scott Ferrara, who has produced this show in the background, and more importantly, on behalf of Carl Rogers, we thank you for watching this episode, and we will see you at the next. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.